0: All right, welcome to the halfway point of the NFL season. Finishing off week nine, Monday night football still to come. As we head into week 10, lots and lots of things going on. Ups and downs in the league, injuries, quarterbacks galore, offensive line, lots to chat on. A good week at Sports Injury Central. Welcome to the podcast, Jacob. Here, Taylor's here. All right, guys, how you doing?
1: Yeah, thanks for uh sticking through. Apologize for the voice, I'm fighting off a cold, so didn't want to infect you guys. I'm out the office. Um, let's start with Dallas Goddard. I know the Eagles are on a bye. Uh, Dallas Goddard and Jalen Hurts are the big concern. I know they're what is they, eight and one, seven and one. How does that work? Eight and one, eight and one, best That's record
0: in the NFL, mm-hmm. eight and one.
1: Yeah, so yeah. Dallas Goddard, forearm fracture confirmed. Now that was the worry in game by video. Um, what does it mean now that's it's confirmed?
0: Well, Dallas Goddard, forearm fracture and rumors of surgery, uh, that's going to be a pretty quick recovery. Uh, I call it almost elbow, you know, radial neck, head, proximal shaft, the way that he fell down. They were clearly checking for the radius, the radial capitella joint on the field. No, the blood. Did not mean the bone was sticking through, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. <laughs> Blood <yes. laughs> happens other ways, other happens. This is not an open fracture. How do we know that? It's not the right mechanism, number one. Number two, this is an isolated radius fracture, not a both bone, so you can't poke through the skin. Besides, there's lots of covering and muscles. And if it were open, he would have had surgery yesterday, last night, not today, this, that, the other. It's not open. Uh, Surgery has only been reported by some reporters, not guaranteed yet. Either way, Dallas Goddard will be back this season. The Eagles have a bye. He's probably going to hit IR. So five weeks. Could return in the sixth week. Remember Thomas Davis, Super Bowl 50? You guys were sort of with me with the Union Tribune and otherwise I think. I'm not sure. Super Bowl 50, Thomas Davis, Carolina Panthers broke his arm, both bone, forearm fracture, the radius and the ulna. And I was crazy enough to say he got a chance to play in the Super Bowl. This was an NFC Championship game when he broke it. NFC Championship game when he broke it. Mm -hmm. Super Bowl 50 in San Francisco uh, against the Denver Broncos, Peyton Manning, Denver Broncos. I remember being there and Thomas Davis indeed played two mm-hmm. weeks out with the thing. Was he hundred percent? No. Did he have a cast on shore? Dallas Goddard will not, this is just one bone book it. He will be back this year and in time for a late season slash playoff run with the Eagles. And uh, the good news about these upper extremity surgeries and injuries is You can stay in pretty good shape in the meantime. It's a lot harder if it's a knee surgery, et cetera. So expect good news on Dallas Goddard. And then for Jalen Hurts. For Jalen Hurts, the bye couldn't come at a better time. Uh, Re-aggravated that same left knee, lead knee. Thankfully, he had the brace on. It might have saved him from a lot worse. This is why Tom Brady wore one basically for most of his career. In college, offensive linemen all wear them, and lead leg quarterbacks common. That's why you no low hits, high injury potential. I think that brace on Jalen Hurts saves him. He limped around, but he finished the game, still was reasonably effective, saved him from a worse MCL and a worse bone bruise. And we thought he was on the tail end and really getting better, and now set back. But a bye week, so two weeks before the next game, Will help Jalen Hurts. Don't expect him to miss any time. So overall, it could be worse for the Eagles, sitting eight and one, and they'll have everyone healthy. Hurts uh, f- after they come back from the bye, and Goddard for the late season and playoff run, and uh, they actually are getting healthier. They got some defensive players back coming back, etc. So Eagles are all systems go at this point in time.
2: I had a question on Hurts, Doc. Um, bone bruise, like with Lamar Jackson, he needed rest to um, heal it. Is this going to be always something that might re-aggravate throughout this season if he doesn't have a full rest like an offseason?
0: Well, I think he was on the tail end of this, but then got re-injured there. Um, you can get better in season. Mm-hmm. Let's take Joe Burrow, for example. We said Joe Burrow, linger, linger. Calf injuries, linger. There's no way. Remember all the way back to week Heading into week three, the Bengals are 0-2, and there's all this talk about Joe Burrow's going to rest a week. I'm like, one week isn't going to solve it. They won that game against the Rams. They've He's been limping around, not himself. And we said it's going to bother him through the month of October. But guess what? It's November. And didn't Joe Burrow last night look different than he looked in October and in September? That was a different Joe Burrow moving around, moving the pocket. Pushing off his foot. Confidence stepping into throws. The whole deal, mobile, offensive line, gelling together. That's a different Bengals team. They're on the rise right now. So Joe Burrow indeed played through his calf and made it. And so kudos to the Bengals and their medical staff. And um, Jalen Hurts can do the same. Uh, This bye week will help and uh, close to getting it behind him. Not all bone bruises are the same. Travis Kelsey recovered pretty quickly from his early season, but this bye comes as a, at a very good time for Jalen Hurts.
1: Yeah, sticking with quarterbacks, uh, especially last night, Josh Allen uh, running running like like normal Josh Allen despite missing practice on Wednesday with the shoulder. Is that going to be a maintenance thing the rest of the season? They don't have a bye till week 13, so not real, not a real chance
0: to rest it. Well, Josh Allen, I mean, look, running obviously doesn't have anything to do with his shoulder. And we said all along that we don't think his shoulder is significant. You know, week 9, week 10, 85% is a good week. Is his shoulder 85%? Yeah, I think it is. like he look, He's got a strong arm. He threw the ball well. But I, I've always said, no matter how big you are, all the extra running puts you at risk, right? All the extra running. And he seems to be running a fair amount i mean i don't remember the stats you guys have them but probably was their leading rusher by far he was eight carries 44 yards
2: he was by 24 yards leading leading yeah
0: i mean that's not necessarily a formula for long-term success i mean if you keep skiing down moguls and double black diamonds you're more likely to get injured Mm -hmm. simple as that uh yeah he's bigger than a lot of guys yeah he can take people on but
2: He's a powerful runner. He's a little different than speed, but, yeah, still uses that body.
0: Still, yeah. I, I think that's not their ideal formula. Look, uh, third and three and run and scramble, make sure you get the first two. Absolutely, right? Key moments, pick your moments. But as part of the offense is the leading rusher. That's what I always say may not be sustainable, playing with fire. Shoulder, not an issue. Josh Allen, He's he's uh, he's fine.
1: We're looking at two quarterbacks uh, waiting to return. Got Justin Fields on the short week Thursday. Uh, didn't play in week nine. Uh, Tyson Bajan did pretty well against that Saints defense. And they got Kyler Murray uh, potentially coming back uh, against the Falcons at home. Which one's more um, likely to make it back, you think?
0: Kyler Murray. Can we can we have a, a underdog or prize picks or a sleeper? Which one first? You need to yeah, ask yeah, for that. Like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the rivals matchup, yes. yeah. Uh, Kyler Murray. Well, let's... Take a step back. Mm -hmm. Justin Fields and the Bears play on Thursday. So if you're saying the first time on Friday. If you're saying a week 10 return is a push, then I would take Kyler Murray all day long. Kyler Mm -hmm. Murray is coming back week 10. If you're saying if Justin plays on Thursday, he beats him back, then it's it's a little bit of an by the day, not the week. Yeah. (laughs) Remember what we said all along about Justin Fields. Let's talk about Justin Fields, and we'll talk about Kyler Murray. Multi-week injury. Thumb dislocation. You guys had that good picture that showed it was a proximal dislocation. We never believed. Look, look, someone, let me make this very clear. Having been a former NFL team physician, I never, ever, ever second-guess or am critical of team physicians or medical staffs from the point of view of nobody makes a dumb decision. Sometimes you make a decision that you regret. Sometimes you make a decision that doesn't work out. Sometimes there are other factors. We've talked about Deshaun Watson and what have you. What I speak to is coach speak. And I'm not even saying that the bears or any team they're lying it's coach speak it's code words day to day any day now this that the other there's no possible way Justin Fields dislocated his thumb which the Bears admitted to and yet sustained no appreciable damage on the MRI impossible was there a ligament torn or a tendon torn or a chip fracture or volar plate torn that needed surgery no but that doesn't mean there's no damage on the MRI. If there was no damage on the MRI, why is he not played for three weeks? Obviously hard to grip, throw, spin a football. Now he did not get put on injured reserve. So he has to play this Thursday, right? This is the fourth game. If not, the bears made a mistake. They should have put him on injured reserve. I say, no, Look, I know the Bears doctors. They're good guys. They're good doctors. They've been around a long time. Uh, I knew them before they were the Bears doctors. There were other doctors. I trained with some of them. They're really good doctors. No issues with the Bears medical staff. Have anything, Not no issues. Thumbs up. They do a good job.
2: No pun intended. Yeah, come on. Yeah, Sorry. Um, that was no, a bad one. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't even think about that.
0: But anyways, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Uh If your starting quarterback has any chance of returning before four weeks, you keep him alive on the active roster. This isn't the 53rd guy on the team. And remember, the rules are now different with the enlarged practice squads and the practice squad call-ups.
2: Flexibility. So, So
0: effectively, you have roster flexibility built in. So that every single spot isn't as precious as it used to be. And how do you project three, four, or more weeks out? If you said there's no chance Justin Fields will play before four weeks, then yeah, you should put him on injured reserve. But if there's a chance that he would play, whether it's 50-50 or even less than that, you would want to carry him on the African roster, right? The big mistake would be to put him on IR, and he's healthy enough to play this Thursday, but he can't. He's locked in by the rules. So it's not a mistake. And this is why I say it is not a guarantee that Justin Fields is playing on Thursday. Uh, He's in the questionable at best scenario. He's still listed as day-to-day, or his coach said day-to-day. LP
2: today at best, yeah,
0: yeah. Isn't that what they said three weeks ago? All yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, so he's got a chance, but far from a guarantee. So here's the advice. If you like the Bears, you might want to wait till Justin Fields gets ruled out. Maybe you'll get a little line movement in your favor. Yeah. It's three, three and a half now. Three and a half now, yes. If you like the Panthers, take it now. But I think it's a greater chance that Kyler Murray plays in Week 10 than Justin Fields plays in Week 10. I'm not calling Justin Fields soft. Has to be able to spin the ball. And remember, as you get closer, if he's not 100%, there's going to be a calculation from the team that goes well an extra 10 days comes in pretty handy to really get them to 100%. Now I get it. Tyson Bagent his time his is maybe expiring. He's done very well for himself.
2: He's had three turnovers in the fourth quarter which taught, like you said it started to wane a little bit, yeah.
0: Rookie fatigue, man. It is hard in the NFL. Stuff comes at you fast. And week in, week out, and the soreness builds up, even though you're not on the injury report. The kid's done a great job, but you see it, right? There's fatigue happening. So does that push the Bears to play a less than 100% Justin Fields? I don't know, but the bottom line is I think Justin Fields is still iffy for this Thursday versus the Carolina Panthers. Make your moves accordingly, et cetera. Kyler Murray, on the other hand, I think it's book it. He plays week 10. Why? First of all, he's going to take up a roster spot now. They're not going to not activate him. He's got his three-week practice window closing. Yeah. Yeah, 21 days. So he'll be available. It now totally makes sense, right? Do we play them after one week of practice, even though he wasn't listed on the injury report for a home game against the vaunted Ravens defense? Maybe not the smartest thing. Do we play him after two weeks of practice off the injury report on the road against the vaunted Cleveland Browns defense? Maybe not. Or do we play him at home after the full three weeks, put him on the active roster at home against the Atlanta Falcons? I think he plays this week, Kyler Murray. Six score is not in the 90s. He won't be as mobile still. He'll play his way into shape and mobility he's got to, remember he's got a new offense you know yep. so there's a lot of rust here that's going to factor into the equation but i strongly believe kyler murray plays week 10 week 10 justin fields still iffy and it's not a mistake by the bears and you can't read into well they didn't put him on injured reserve you have to play him this week that's not really how it goes
1: uh, just looking ahead to Thursday, Brian Burns and concussion, concussion protocol, as well as C.J. Henderson. Uh, Von Bell left the game with quad, and Xavier Woods is questionable with a thigh. Uh, well, projected to be questionable. He's LP um, today, I'm assuming. Uh, so some... And they have no J.C. Horn, right? Yeah, and no they have JC no Horn Shaq back. Thompson, so there's a lot of defensive issues a for Carolina. lot of issues, yeah, defensive yeah. issues for Carolina in general. And then uh, Chicago, Tremaine Edmonds still out. Khalil Herbert's eligible to return this week might be a little bit too early from the high ankle sprain. Uh, but just one to watch. Um, talk to me about yeah. Matthew Stafford and how how his thumb
0: is a little bit different than Justin Fields. Well, you mentioned Brian Burns and his concussion. Uh, 25% of players, and you guys will update the numbers for the midpoint yeah. of the season. Right, About 25%, 22% last year, not trying to split hairs. Mm-hmm. 25% clear to play the next week. when it's 7 days. Look, Brock Purdy was unusual. He cleared, maybe he didn't have a concussion in 6 days. 6 6 days recently. Mm-hmm. Unprecedented Monday Sunday to Thursday. Like he's in the proverbial doubtful category, which means less than 5%.
2: On Monday already, yeah, there's on yeah, Monday yeah, he's doubtful. Yeah, yeah.
0: Sunday concussion Thursday game, mm-hmm. very doubtful. Less than 5% Brian Burns. So just to clear that up. All right, on to Matthew Stafford in his thumb situation. Anyone shocked? He didn't play. I mean, grip. Didn't practice all week, was questionable, but didn't play.
2: They let it go to the wire, though, even though we did not. (laughs) Oh, wait. (laughs) Oh, wait. It was a true
0: game-time decision. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Come on. Yeah. Now, the only shred of doubt. Medically, I was confident he wasn't playing. The only shred of doubt where I didn't say, book it, bet my house on it was that Matthew Stafford plays through almost everything. But even this is hard
2: in the practice part too. You got me on that too. You said he doesn't need practice. So he and can Matthew all Stafford
0: week, right? is a guy that can go DNP all week yeah. and suit it up and go right. That's, that's not going to be the case. Let, we'll talk about the giants I'm sure shortly, but it's not yeah. going to be the case for uh, look uh, it's uh, uh, the, the, uh, or sorry, the Vikings. We'll talk about the Vikings. I'll give you a heads up here. There's no possible way. Jaron Lane is going. Jaron Hall. Jaron, Jaron, Jaron. Let me, let me give you a little heads up here. There's no possible way. Jaron Hall is starting for the Minnesota Vikings next week. Why? A, Josh Dobbs came in and won the game. <laughs> he just he, looked good. It. he yeah. didn't <laughs> even know all the guy everyone's name yet. Okay, but he made it through. Drawing the, line, drawing the stuff in the sand. Right. Okay. Yeah. okay. I mean, <laughs> yeah. look, the principles are all there, you know. But he knows football, and he's smart. Astronaut, astro, aeronautic engineer, the whole deal, whatever. Yes. So obviously they're on that train, right? But here's the other thing: even if Jerron hall cleared to play next week. And remember there's only a 25% chance. How are you going to put a rookie out there without a full week's practice? You'd rather have Josh Dobbs with a full week's practice. Who needs it as well. I know he, he needs could. it as well. He needs the snaps as <laughs> he? well. I don't know. Book <laughs> yeah. It. Well, yeah, does he have a different show, question. Yeah, <laughs> Book it. Yeah. The BYU kid is not starting next week, no matter what happens to his concussion clearance you just can't do that to a young kid so this is going back to matthew stafford the only shredded doubt was matthew stafford is the kind of guy that doesn't need to practice and you could play him i didn't think he would play but that's the only thing that led to a shred of doubt and he's out and of course the other thing that led towards it is the rams have a bye this week so now this would give matt stafford three weeks from the last time he played to returning with tape splint something for the ulnar collateral ligament partial injury but it's still a big deal i'm not guaranteeing you he plays in week 11 but i think he has he can be in the questionable category and be 50 50 to play in week 11 for the rams
1: i'll get to the Giants shortly just want to give a shout out to uh, taylor and the analytics in general uh 15 5-1 on bets this week through sick picks Raiders, I think, was the best one minus two before the game, and then hit it seven and a half live minus seven and a half live uh, with the Daniel Jones injury. Uh, so that's that's something unique you can get through sick picks, the live bets, and uh, based on our injury analysis and
0: numbers change and all that stuff. So. so let me let me give a little shout out on that since I'm not the picker. Uh, sure, the analysis of injuries and the six scores et cetera um, play into it, and we get. Coach Norv Turner to help us, et cetera, with the schemes and, and the values yep. and O-line values and different things. It's all part of the algorithm. But but yes, kudos to you guys for having a great week. You started off with props six and zero, right, and still finished yeah. strong. We
2: wanted to end the day there,
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. First set of games, six and zero, pretty yes. good. Yeah. No, the f- first set of games, you guys were all super hot, right? And I think mm-hmm. it was six and zero on props and. Three zero oh, and one on sides slash totals. Just a push, yeah, exactly. One yeah. push. Mm-hmm. And uh, the other thing that I think is unusual that you bring up is we're really the only ones, and look, we do the analysis. We do the injury analysis from the War Room Live. We're really, I think this is what distinguishes Sports Injury Central more than anything else in terms of injuries and what have you. We're the only ones guys that do true injury analysis versus injury reporting right analysis from a systematic perspective and based on video in game when the score was seven nothing las vegas raiders we knew before the game the algorithm said take the raiders right minus two i think right so Sports Injury Central, the sick picks were already on the Raiders. Due to offensive two. line issues. And due so to forth, offensive line issues, yep. due, due to looking at the medical analysis of the Giants, et cetera. Right. In game, we saw Daniel Jones. It was the first quarter injury, the last play of the first quarter, not the first play of the second quarter. And I think you guys will probably have some questions on that. We'll mm-hmm, clear that right. up after this gambling point. We well, he said he, I believe he tore his ACL. It met the ninety-five percent threshold, even though he walked off the field. Right, and that's when you guys are starting to say, "Well, if he's out of the game, you look at the in-game line. It was Raiders minus seven and a half. They were at seven zero, and if you subscribe to Sick Picks, that was free money, right? Because we knew Daniel Jones was not coming back." the Giants would have to turn to Tommy DeVito, who did not have a week of practice with the team. They gave all the reps to Daniel Jones because it was his first time back in weeks. So the poor kid didn't have any reps and he's going to get thrown into a game with a game plan made for Daniel Jones. And and based on purely the knowledge that he's not going to come back in the game, that minus seven and a half in-game live is a little bit of a difference maker. And I think... We gave out, you guys gave out four in-game wagers yesterday.
2: Three and one. Three yep. and
0: one. We had one loss um, based on turnovers and what have you. But, but it really fit in-game um, what's happening with injuries, and that's something that by subscribing to Sick Picks, and I think later on, you guys are saying or Jacob was saying there's some offer you guys can promote that and do whatever you want with that. But we just do injury analysis here and then. There are outcroppings of it, and in game sick picks is one of them.
2: Well, live, live is a roller coaster, too, right? The numbers will keep flipping and flipping. And I think it was actually nine and a half at one point, but then the Raiders punt it, were punting the ball, so it gave you seven and a half. So you just have to keep on waiting and watching the numbers and getting yeah, well, notifications from us. Yeah, our we were Raiders, doing yeah.
0: the analysis, and I think when we started doing the analysis, it was indeed minus nine and a half, mm-hmm. to be fair, because they were driving a little bit, it, yeah. because the Raiders right. had the ball. Mm-hmm. But as we were saying, yeah, we're sure on the ACL, there's no way he's coming back, uh, they were punting and the line went to 7.5. So yeah. it didn't matter, seven and a half, nine and a half. it was easy yep. right. any way you looked at it. But you can turn on notifications and get texted or emailed. Uh, if Either that, one, yep. All the in-game action if you are in one of those states where you can place those wagers. Uh, there are some definite line inequities because in-game – we're really the main source of injury information in game. And how quick we give it as well before the numbers switch. Yeah. And so it's that's, that's yeah. a different whole different deal. Mm-hmm.
1: We're riding the hot hand for week nine. One game left. Monday night football, Chargers at Jets. Got a pick for that game. Our six score injury algorithm has a five star pick. We've got a special offer for you guys. Sign up for this week of sick picks, 49.99. If this pick doesn't hit, your money back guaranteed. Once again, 49.99 a week. Sign up, you get the pick for Monday Night game as well as Week Ten, all our Week Ten picks. If it doesn't hit, we'll give you your money back, guaranteed. On the topic of the Giants, uh, so Daniel Jones confirmed torn ACL; he's out for the season. Tyra Taylor's an interesting one; they put him on IR, and now Brian Dable's saying uh, not a guarantee that he'll be back at all
0: this season. So they're they're what two and seven? H- so- have they confirmed? The acl i know that it was all but confirmed but they were still saying the typical oh, wait, the MRI." they said the mri yeah. confirmed today. oh it did yeah, okay did this so morning they, they did yeah, they okay did. last yeah. night it was all but confirmed and we always say we fear need. of yeah that stuff yeah. so let's let's walk through that a little bit here um first of all just because daniel jones walked off like a normal human being does not mean that his ACL was not torn. And that was the in-game advantage. People are like, well, he's got a chance to come back. He walked off. He didn't get carted off, right? If he were carted off, that line would have been totally different, uh, is my belief. Mm-hmm. But because he walked off, the line didn't really change or move yet because there was still hope that he could come back, yet we were sure in the room he couldn't. If you guys go to my Twitter handle, at Doc and look at the header page, See so is that the right terminology, the header, not the avatar, the whatever? The header know. is the top. Okay. Yeah, yes, yes. No, you got it. I, I was going to say
2: something if it was wrong. You were on the roll there. Text that. Look at my header page.
0: It. it is from the last game in the RCA Dome in Indianapolis. You can tell by zooming in on the roof, the old RCA Dome. And, yep. and I'm walking out with Philip Rivers to the locker room. And I promise you, we knew his ACL was torn as we walked off uh and uh that's when he got into a little don't you worry i'll be back finger wagging with the fans swearing (laughs) at him he rivers did not swear back he He was very forceful but anyways we were going to the locker room because he goes uh i can play i'm like well let's fine we'll go put a brace on and see if you can you know kind of thing uh but he had an acl tear as he walked off so walking off doesn't mean anything doesn't mean anything uh the MRI now confirmed it and there's some chatter about well the the Giants sure did mess up the why they put Daniel Jones back into the game we are certain and if you look at the Twitter timeline or at six score the, the articles the insights that it happened in the last play of the first quarter when he slips down uh, and yes it's a grass field it's not MetLife and tears his ACL there. Max Crosby, Max Crosby t- the sack, touches yeah. him down for the sack. Mm-hmm. We don't see any cameras during the, the quarter break, but apparently he was jogging it off, getting checked out, this, that, the other. He knew something had happened, but he felt confident to come back into he the He told game. the team he was fine to come back in. Yep. I don't know if there was an exam in the blue tent or on a bench or not. It's a commercial break. We didn't Probably not. Yeah. We, didn't, we didn't know. Look, um, quarter break. There are times, look, if Daniel Jones waves off the medical staff and goes back in, and then, of course, his knee collapses on him, and there's another sack for Max Crosby there just to touch him down, that looks bad, I get it. But A, I don't believe there was additional damage done. B, it's hard to blame the doctors if he didn't get a chance to examine it. Look, in the heat of battle, the sideline is the players, i've been there before let me check you out no f off i'm fine right what are you gonna do no i insist hold them down yeah i I have to do it yeah (laughs) look they're on the field they didn't get the angle and replays that i got right They're field level looking across i'd be shocked if they said oh yeah that looked like an acl i gotta check you daniel jones and if they didn't have the chance to, to Danny, you okay, yeah, no, I feel good. I'm running off. I'm okay. I'm okay. You sure? Let me check your name. No, no, I'm okay. You know, uh, it's hard to blame the team doctors. And do you really want team doctors coming in and or the head athletic trainers and grabbing players against their will when they think they can go and this, that, the other? It wouldn't
2: be looking. It wouldn't look good. Yeah.
0: You know, you'd have more arguments and fights. So I'm not being critical at all of the Giants' medical staff on the sideline. That is part of the hectic nature of what goes on. I've told this story before. I mean, Sean Merriman finished an entire series with a dislocated wrist before he came off. And I was like, oh, well, let's take a look at this. Hey, don't you do this? The start of the series. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he finished a goal line stand before yeah. he came off. Was it my fault that I didn't see it and pull him out of the game? I mean, you probably saw him shake his wrist or something or ah, hold his wrist or something. But, but you not, don't go yeah. run in there. Last night's game. The Bengals medical staff, who does a great job, go run in there and check on Joe Burrow's finger finger because it's bleeding and it's his throwing hand, and stop the game. And no, it doesn't work that way. So no blame to the Giants team physicians at all. Just settling the idea of what happened and the mechanics there.
2: To go back to Taylor real quick for the ribs, is that just is that prolonged just because they want to see what they have in Devito, or is that because he just doesn't want to do the rib block? What would be the reason why it's now become a
0: long-term thing? Well, the first one, and not to be facetious, I don't know Tommy DeVito at all. I don't know that he's had a fair chance because to me, (laughs) it's not a fair chance if you don't give him all the starting reps.
2: He's never came. He's came in the game. This is the second time he's done it. It's never been. Look at what happened
0: to poor Dorian Thompson Robinson. DTR. DTR, yeah, yeah, (laughs) easier. When the surprise start, when Deshaun Watson couldn't play week four.
2: Finding out at 1030. He didn't do that well,
0: right? Mm -hmm. It's very difficult. The game's very difficult. And it's unfair test for Tommy DeVito and will the giants give him a full week of reps and then start him? I don't know. His head's probably spinning. It might be Matt Barkley first yeah. of all. Been on the
2: team la- a couple years so before. Maybe, yeah. He like knows maybe not. I mean, a I would bit, count yeah.
0: on Matt Barkley being the start. Daniel Jones is done for the year. Tyrod Taylor's done for at least three more weeks and maybe longer. Um, you know, rib cartilage, you can't expect him to take a shot to, to play. Mm-hmm. You know, where are the Giants going to be three more weeks from now? I mean, uh, who knows what the background really is going, is is happening there. But the bottom line is, it's not Daniel Jones this week. I don't think it's Tommy DeVito this week. It's not Tyrod Taylor this week. I think it's Matt Barkley.
2: And Barkley was with um, Dable in Buffalo as well. So there's some familiarity there,
0: yeah. Yeah, so I think it's going to be Matt Barkley this week. Um, But yeah, it'll be Barkley handing off to Barkley. (laughs)
2: There you go. Yeah.
0: Hey there, listeners of the Sports Injury Central Podcast.
1: Ever felt the wear and tear of intense training? We get it. Recovery is crucial. That's why we're introducing you to Mushroom Life. Unlock the natural power of functional mushrooms with their range of tinctures, soft gels, and more. All designed to support your well-being and elevate your performance. And for those days when you just want to kick back and relax, check out their Euphoric Mushroom Gummies perfect blend for that post-game relaxation. Very nice of them to send us a sample pack. I can't wait to dig in on my next off day. Now, here's a treat for all our loyal listeners. Use the code SIC and snag an incredible 50% off across the board. Dive into the world of mushrooms and elevate your wellness journey. And always remember, shroom responsibly. Head over to Mushroom Life now and discover the magic of mushrooms. Click link in the bio in the show notes, mushroomlife.com. That's mushroom, l y f e dot com. That's going to be a fun matchup for the Giants this week. They're in Dallas, and I think that line's already 15 and a half. So, uh, 16, yeah, the Mike yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, looking ahead some other matchups in week 10, uh, Atlanta, Arizona. We already talked about a little bit with Kyler Murray. Uh, interesting that Atlanta dropped that game with Dobbs coming in mid, uh, mid-sequence. Did you see the clip of him teaching the O oh, line his cadence on the sideline? What do you make of that? I did talk? not see that. <laughs> well, I'm not sure he knows all their names. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he does it. I, Number I 65. He, yeah, I don't think he <laughs> met Kevin O'Connell until he ran in the locker
0: room after the game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that I have a hard time believing. <laughs> yeah. but, but but here's the crazy part: it wasn't like they brought him in and said, "Josh Dobbs, you're our starter this week. Let's really get you prepped up." the The kudos there is that they prepared him, but he was the backup. It was right? a learning
2: week for him, right? I mean, yeah,
0: he, yeah. They, they were giving every rep to the BYU kid, Hall, yeah. right? They were trying to get him ready to start, yet they still had the presence of mind that, like, let's get you doing what you need to do here, Josh Dobbs. So Kevin O'Connell, San Diego State, I mean, that kudos to the, the coaching staff of the Vikings for getting Josh Dobbs ready as a just-in-case, and, uh, and it worked out. There's no way he knows everybody's name uh, in yeah. that locker room. Nope, no – no possible way uh too many too many people i think it's very very interesting
1: yeah not a ton of coach speak this week but i do have a quote from o'connell said what he was able to do in really five days time was as impressive as i've as i've ever seen a quarterback be able to do
0: oh, i don't i don't disagree with that i mean especially i think it's even a taller task since he wasn't even the starter right it's one thing he said you're bringing in the starter and it's all hands on deck and preparation eight, 18 different, hours you know. a day he gets all the, the first team reps and all the other stuff and five days is still fantastic like he did that when he went to arizona right he got traded to arizona and and he was basically being brought in as a starter and got groomed and he actually did pretty well in the beginning there but here he was brought in as the backup as an in case and uh Hall got all the preparation and and the reps, etc. Yeah, just
1: wrapping up the Vikings too. Uh, that Cam Akers Achilles tendon tear was confirmed. Um, so rough break for him.
0: That's the other side. He had the right earlier, and this one's the left. So yeah, well, the crazy thing is, how about except for Josh Dobbs? That's the only good thing in quarterback. Kirk Cousins, Achilles, Jaron Hall, concussion. Mm-hmm. Cam Akers was the emergency quarterback. Mm-hmm. Good thing Dobbs getting didn't get hurt Good thing there. Was yeah, there. yeah. <laughs> get yeah. The,
2: co- the head coach had to get in there a little bit, right, Kevin Connell. Uh yeah.
1: another huge another huge matchup next week. Uh Browns at the Ravens, the unstoppable Ravens at this point. They're getting getting healthier and healthier as the weeks go on. Uh, Deshaun Watson, is that all in the rear view? Stefansky said he got through the game fine, no setbacks.
0: They're confident in his shoulder. Yeah before you get to Deshaun Watson, I want to you mentioned uh, the the uh, Cardinals right a little bit. We talked about them. One of the other great plays, looking at the analysis, probably one of the best ones of the week is is uh, playing the Browns. Looking at the matchups, looking at the field views. Take you guys suggesting and the team suggesting to take uh, using the algorithm. The Cardinals under fifteen and a half points for the, the team, game total, team total. Yeah, right. That that never got threatened at all. Period. Uh, yeah, the B- large plus, spread.
1: Scared us a little bit with Deshaun starting his first game, but under team total was never, never
0: in doubt. Never in doubt. Never in doubt. When no. you do
2: an under a team total and it gets zero, <laughs> well, they got yeah. a
0: six at the end, yeah. but so yeah, it was yeah, never. Yeah, yeah. It was Close never. Enough, it yeah. was never. It was not. Never a sweat there at all. So good job on that one, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I think the shoulder's behind him at this point in time. And as we said, leading into the game, I thought the shoulder was behind him once they decided that they were going to start him again this week in in week eight. Uh, sorry, week nine. The issue more was rust, and I think you saw a little bit of rust. And uh, now a big test next week against the Ravens. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see uh,
1: Jedrick Wills, their left tackle, starting left tackle uh, just got put on IR with MCL, PCL, a bunch of bunch of damage that. Associated damage, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. That's what
0: we said, MCL plus, right? But yeah, right. Uh, uh, anyways, uh, he's got a chance to come back, and we'll see. Uh, but he's probably longer than the four week IR. And that's going to be interesting for Deshaun because even though the right tackle filling Dewan Jones, DeJuan Jones has done well, some small recent injury issues uh, for Jack Conklin. That's left tackle and right tackle gone, at least starters for the Browns. Right.
1: Yeah, interesting to see when when a team loses two bookends. I know the Seahawks have played pretty decent through it in the meantime, but really caught up with them in the Ravens, and you see uh, Geno Smith's turnover numbers going up week by week. So kind of forgotten that they they're still without their left tackle right tackle
0: yeah their left tackle came left back, tackle but, is
1: back he's not playing oh, right, well he's not though. playing yeah. that well yet right. with yeah with the
0: toe but he's back but not necessarily playing that well and you know just because back sometimes back is out of necessity right um was 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 andrew thomas and the and the giants left tackle really ready to go i don't know i think they were pushed back a little
2: and bit neil picked up something else last night neil, too. so yes. yeah evan neil yeah
1: yeah, when Jason Peters is playing uh, significant snaps in a game, as he was yesterday, it's usually a blowout.
2: <laughs> we always make fun of him, guys, but he comes in and does a crazy PFF score, and <laughs> he finds himself in it's. It's purely run though. He's not great in the pass pro
1: anymore, but
2: no, he, no, he's finding a way. Peters, in the lineup. He's, yeah. he's getting
1: a check at forty one, so that's yeah. <laughs> uh, more more than most people would say. Uh, Beast of the week. I I had Josh Jobs. I don't. I don't. Not creative. Not a not original at all. But that's
0: that's all I got for you guys. That's a pretty good beast of the week, uh, you know. Maybe uh, another nominee is that running back kicking a field goal. Oh yeah, Dari Dar- to Agumwale. win the game.
2: Yeah, Dari Agumale. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was
0: going to let you guys. I was going to let you guys <laughs> I do
1: it. that. <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I think you get credit, Doc, for calling uh calling the two point kneel down, <laughs> set the scene. Stroud comes all the way back that game winning drive, and then uh, I think we had. We had Tampa Bay plus three. We had Tampa Bay plus three. So So it was good that you called that point. that's what we needed. Oh, they're going to go for the two-point, not risk the kicker. You go, no, they're just going to kneel down. What if he kicks it in the
0: line and they run it back? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you don't want – coaches think about disasters. And the surest sign that we're going to do the kneel down is when they got the unsportsmanlike penalty, they didn't move it to the one to try and go for two, right? right? That would have been the move. They said, we'll take it on the kickoff uh kind of deal that's that was the sure sign. I was like no no they're gonna kneel this it's just about the victory they don't care about the spreads yeah and uh and what have you uh just about the victory and they they but that's pretty impressive um you know to- the reason why it's impressive is it w- basically it was well much shorter than today's extra point right about the distance of of extra points in the pass the field goal was a very short field goal yeah. but still it was a live field goal it's pretty to win the game that was pretty good yeah uh, on his part and the closest thing i could come up to with a position player and unusual is back in the day you remember when doug flutie drop kicked an extra point yep. for the patriots and that was an extra point it wasn't a game winner as well i mean it gimmick, was it was cool
2: at the time you yeah, know it's hard remember it was Wes, Walker? Kick. Wes Walker had that one game where he did
0: every single
2: you no know, punt kick kick off all that yeah yeah, that,
1: yeah uh, the first yeah. uh Agumbo wale was the first uh position player to to kick field goal since wes walker
0: so no one had done yes it. So wes go. walker yes, we've yeah. told that story before we have where, yes we yeah. uh we junior sound nicknamed him rudy after that mm-hmm. he was on that team for and i think the sequence was something like he scored a touchdown mm-hmm. kicked the extra point kicked off and, and got went, the tackle and went down and make yep. the ta- made the mm-hmm. tackle something like that a sequence like that that's a pretty good little uh sequence there for rudy Wes welker who is on the sidelines coaching yes yeah uh, houston
2: right uh d'amico brought him over from the yeah. niners yes absolutely yep
0: yeah houston I well just, he had a he had a he's had a couple runs in houston with the texans just Coach wrapping up some before.
1: fantasy names to uh Players come Dolphins. back he's the
0: Dolphins. Dolphins. He's from the Dolphins, but he coached in Houston before, if I'm not mistaken. All right, Taylor. Fact he's check he's, that. he's he's checking facts. He checking. is the
2: wide receiver coach for the Dolphin. He was in Houston as offense assistant in 2017. Yes, he was
0: there. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> we're all saved my, here. My guy, yeah. my guy, Wes. Yeah. Yeah, yes. Wes is my guy. I I kind of know Wes. I mean, uh, and, and, and he was uh, on the
2: Niners before Dolphins, so we were all we all the right information. Just a little convoluted. Then. Yeah, I yeah. knew he had a
0: stint <laughs> yeah. with the Texans uh, before, and part of it I think is when uh, Rabel was there. Mm-hmm. They were expatriate central, That's right. yes, as a coordinator, etc.
1: Um, just wrapping up some uh, fantasy names coming back off by uh, David Montgomery. I think we're expecting back this week. Uh, Lions yes. gets... The uh, Chargers, Uh, Debo Samuels, uh, maybe. I think they said they were targeting after the the bye. The week 10, Uh, they were saying, yeah. Yeah, we'll see about that. Then Etienne uh, escaped the ankle sprain uh, the week before the bye, so he
0: should be be better off that matchup gets the Niners. David Montgomery for sure is back. The question is, is he getting 20-plus touches anymore because of Jameer Gibbs? Because it
2: Gibbs time now. Yeah, the rookie.
0: Etienne for sure is back. Debo's questionable in my mind we need to see more out of that i have one other off the board beast of the week If it's true
2: okay
0: and and i'm gonna throw you guys for a loop here (laughs) um this whole michigan thing do you guys do people realize if connor stallions could really have faked his way Onto a football sideline, Central Michigan, yep. Central Michigan, and scout the other team and look like he belonged. That is a beast move. <laughs> I've been on plenty of high school, college, and certainly NFL sidelines. Everybody knows who everybody else is. Yep. There's no way – there's security on the sideline that knows who everybody is. I'm not say- – Central Michigan, I'm sure, still has security on the sideline. Look, when I missed a team flight because I was doing something with X Games, people would say to me, where have you been? Where have you been? I mean, like, I there's, there's just yeah. – I yeah. mean, on the- there's even places that you're supposed to stand. Yes, I could, in theory, go from – the 32 to the 32, and I could be at the edge of the box, etc. But there's certain places that you stand. You're walking from one side of the 32 to the other unless you're examining somebody. Everything looks like mayhem on the sideline. It's controlled chaos. It's like, I don't know, an analogy. You guys know I do restaurant analogy. It's like Hell's Kitchen. It looks like it's all a mess, but... <laughs> Everyone has a specific role at their man. station. Yep, they have yep, their something that yep. they're doing. It's, it's this fancy dance, et cetera, in this very busy kitchen in a restaurant. Same for NFL sidelines. How the frick if it's true? Connor Stallions is a beast of the week for me. If he was able to fake a credential, get gear, somehow figure out, walk on the sideline, and fit in and belong. I get it. When you have a headset on, people aren't really talking to you. But at some point, someone will say, who, who the F is this guy? in the nfl it could not even come close to happening the closest thing we ever had was when on road games we would have some runners like film runners right that were friends of the equipment guys in that town so the team did fly them in. they you know put they're them they're
2: not in, part of the staff but they, they would not put them, them in charger gear they yeah. put them
0: in neutral gear nfl gear and, and run some of the polaroids or this that the other <laughs> here and there but even then we still knew who they were because they usually met us on Friday at the team hotel and or Saturday. We're at least standing there around you know what for their walk face rooms. looked like. Yeah. I mean, to me, if he really was on a set uh, on a NFL sideline and undetected for a game, it's
2: impressive. That is very yeah.
0: impressive. piece yeah. of the week type material, it's like to, Tom to, Cruise to, kind of thing, right? <laughs> to pull that off. I mean, it's hard, that, hard that's, enough. If your name a, is Jim Smith, but he's Connor Stallions. Well, I don't know if his name was on there or anything on the, any right. credentials or whatever, but well, they said he wasn't
2: on the pass list at all, so he wasn't part of he wasn't supposed well, to be on maybe the sideline. Connor
0: Stallions wasn't, wasn't on the pass, that, list. Jim Smith, I maybe. Mean, yeah, yeah, no, I, I get mean, you. You know, uh, uh, you know, the code word, you know, I won't say mm. uh, athletes often check into hotels as aliases, as they do their thing, but like he's wearing say. a
2: CMU golf polo. In sunglasses, I mean, and he's I mean, just sitting on the sidelines. I mean, all, <laughs>
0: all I know is there's some Ocean's Eleven shit. Going yes, that's Tom Cruise Mission Impossible Eleven. It's all wrapped in one. Yeah, <laughs> so not exactly pure on the field football stuff. But no, I like the other right on, that. I like that. That's pretty beasty, though. Or say, or, yeah. or or maybe he's just that good. Maybe it's like what was what he? A naval? Navy? He
2: is a former. Um, yeah. A uh, Navy or, Naval Ops Ops yes, or yes, something, something. yes yeah, so...
0: military intelligence stuff there some fancy stuff there and he said on. no
2: one knew that he was doing it so he's already not he's he's, he's so, on his own some Jedi mind yeah. <laughs> stuff going on there <laughs> Yeah,
0: we pulled that off but anyways all right uh thanks for watching uh Sports injury central pro football doc podcast here thanks guys big week go take advantage of Jacob's offer there And um, hopefully uh, good luck in tonight's game and uh, the rest of the week.